Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to the final episode of Bar Chords, a podcast by guitar nerds. I am your host, Joe Branton, and yes, whilst this is this is episode ten, the last episode of season one of Bar Chords, that doesn't mean our additional Friday podcast series are going to be done. No, in fact, we're taking a, there's going to be a couple of weeks break where you will still have the regular Wednesday full length um, episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast, and then after that, from the start of September. There will be a new mini-series lasting for the whole of September, four episodes, hosted by myself and Matt Knight. Um, and we will be, we're going to have a revolving chair of very um, cool guests. So uh, so listen out for that, that will be, uh, be me and Matt Knight hosting the Friday special. It will start in September and it will be running throughout the month of September, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited about that series. Anyway, back to back to bar chords, um, back to bar chords, and what we're going to talk about this week. Last week, I spoke loads about um, about Music Man um, and their guitars, and of course, the Moore uh, G300, which is very, very good. I was really impressed with it. Um, it, it definitely one of the clearest and easiest to use of any of the multi effects out there. Anyway, I was also talking about the Music Man guitars, the St. Vincent and the Stingray guitar. One thing that we were sent that I didn't get round to talking about was the bongo bass. Yeah, the um, the the bongo bass is definitely probably the the weirdest of Music Man's uh, instrument line. Weird, a weird one to keep in the books, really, because um. Music Man used to have a really substantial um, collection of basses, and, and, and definitely over the last couple of years, they've tried to minimise that. They've tried to bring that down, make make so there are there are fewer available, and really focus on those things. So certainly, this is the smallest amount of instruments I've seen available from Music Man for a long time. They now basically you can get their their Stingray Special, which is essentially their new Stingray bass. We've spoken about that. It's uh, it's slimmed down a little bit. The body's are a little thinner, a little more lightweight. It has that roasted maple neck that Music Man are doing on everything at the moment. And it's got, obviously, the new three-band EQ. I've never been a fan of three-band e- e- EQs, really. Because, you know, I always... To be honest, I don't use a lot of active basses, but I always think the... Uh, 
The amp stage is where you're going to want to really shape everything. I'm not saying that there's no purpose in a in active circuitry being on an instrument. It's just I was always fine with just having bass and, and treble. And, uh, and you know, creating a mid-boost by either sort of, you know, by cutting <laughs> um, the other two uh, rather than this. So the, the three always seemed a little bit over the top for me and I could never make it sound... Um, the way I wanted, but anyway, they have the uh, the Stingray special, which is yes, they're, they're conventional. Then they do have the Stingray, the normal Stingray. Now that comes with the old bridge mutes. This is in fact more traditional than anything they've ever done before, because you've got that uh, bridge mute kit, which is very very good. A long time ago, I um, uh, I bought a Music Man. Oh goodness, I've forgotten it's a Saber. I bought Music Man Saber, which I basically got because it had a. <laughs> a mute kit on it and I loved the idea um and mute kits are still really cool I know uh, do you know I've got a Jaguar mute kit lying around somewhere that I've been meaning to put on my p-base I really should do that I think I got that idea from Sean Hurley who uh amongst other things is uh is is John Mayer's bass player but um yeah Sean Hurley has a, a fantastic custom shop um 62 inspired p bass based on his father's p bass which he plays and it's absolutely lovely and he's got that jaguar mute kit fit always been a big fan anyway so that's kind of the traditional stingray they then have this joe dart um a signature model which we spoke a little bit about on the main podcast the joe dart is totally it's fine it's absolutely not my cup of tea it's kind of like a, the smaller um the sterling body shape which is kind of a cut down offset sort of music man shape and it has a single passive big pickup in it and one absolutely massive volume control no other tone controls i love it for its simplicity i'm just not into this sort of um in the natural the light natural wood finish doesn't doesn't look as good to me still uh, unusual like you get it modern stingray traditional stingray signature model stingray like (laughs) that's kind of fine and then the bongo (laughs) you know they had the uh, they had the caprice and um i can't remember the name of the other one but there were a couple of different signature model uh not sorry a couple of different uh sort of p style and pj style bases a couple of years ago you've got the saber which is it's very much its own thing but still still sort of unique but but um retaining enough sort of traditional features and then the bongo and the bongo is the one that they've chosen to to keep um which is interesting the bongo is available in a four five or six string and if you haven't seen a bongo bass it is as bonkers as you think it's going to be mark packham described it as being a, a, a toilet seat um which, you know, it's, it certainly is like a, it's a bit of a, a, a weird looking bass. It's a, it's an incredibly modern looking instrument. Um, but uh, it, I, incredibly cool, just incredibly, incredibly bold. Like you've got to really, you've got to be very invested to play this instrument. So, um, and, and actually in available in the, in the smallest amount of colours out of everything that Music Man do, you only get three, Stealth Black, which is kind of their new thing. I don't know when they introduced that, but you seem to be able to get all of their guitars in this lovely Stealth Black, black finish, which is, you know, a, a, as you can imagine what it's going to be. It's all satin finished, um, and it's all like it's satin black control knobs and hardware and black pickups with the with the pole pieces being black as well everything about it's you know a a very muted sort of 
you know, stealth fighter style black, which is fine. That's cool. Yeah, this is a bit too much black for me. I like I like black to be glossy. I think I, li- I like it when black looks regal rather than when it looks um, uh, like it's trying to be a weapon. You know, I, I don't like guitars when they're trying to trying to look aggressive. I like it when they're trying to look rich and you know yeah regal that sort of like ah look at this suave bass in a gorgeous gloss black I, you know i kind of like that rather than the matte finish anyway the other two finishes that this bass is available in is fuchsia sparkle and aqua sparkle so a purple and a kind of uh sonic blue sparkle now the one they sent us to have a butcher's at was the aqua sparkle so the blue sparkle which i mean the fuchsia sparkle is probably the most bonkers but the blue sparkle is still, um, you know, an absolutely crazy finish. And I love that. I love that they've done that. I love that they're like, well, we've got the bongo bass. If you're going to buy a bongo bass, you're probably not going to get it in Samba. So they don't offer that. They just go, yeah, here's, here's our three maddest finishes. And they seem to be getting quite involved in the in the sparkle finish thing at the moment, you know, with the colour options that were available. With that charcoal sparkle we were talking about that's available on the... Uh, on the Stingray and on the St. Vincent. I think it might be available on the Cutlass as well. But, um, yeah, uh, very, very over the top. So, the Bongo Bass kind of includes, like, it because it's got two of those massive, you know, humbucking eight-pole-piece pickups. Um, two of them. And then you've got, like, a volume, you've got a blend between the pickups, and then you've got two concentric controls, so you're dealing with a full four-band EQ, (laughs) which is a lot of EQing. It's a lot of EQing. But, man, it sounds fantastic. 24 frets, which is a few few more than I actually need, but I, I will say, whilst this is, you know, blinger than I like to go has more controls than i'd like to have and more frets that i'd like to have it plays incredibly it plays lovelily like if you shut your eyes <laughs> you know it's a, it, it's it's such a testament to the incredible build quality that music man so consistently put out anyway here's a little sample of uh of me playing it um i've used like a touch of compressor and i'm using the line 6 helix i'm using a, an ampeg svt4 pro um head and 810 cab sim i am however i've just using the bridge pickup on this because i just i like that I, i'm kind of like well <laughs> i have to think of this as more as a bongo demo because but you know a bongo is a massive chunk of money as well i think it's upwards of three thousand pounds so you know how many people listening to this are going to be inspired and go out and buy a bongo i don't know but you should be inspired to seriously think about Music Man because, of course, you've got you've got Sterling um, by Music Man who now do a Array 24, which is their Stingray, um, but inspired by the Vintage One, so a two-band EQ, the Ray 34, which now even has a roasted maple neck on it. And bear in mind, the 24... Um, the Ray 24 is like five, six hundred pounds, something like that. You're looking at eight hundred pounds for the Ray 34. They even do the Ray 34 by Sterling in some incredible finishes. Like they offer some flame tops, and and they even now do this sort of muted black to grey burst burl finish with a clear scratch plate for a thousand pounds and a roasted maple neck. It's like, oh, this is all singing or dancing. Like Sterling have really upped the ante. I mean, we said it on the main podcast. You know, a, a year ago or two years ago, whenever the Sterling 
uh, James Valentine came out, we were like, this is really, really good. The stunning stuff is absolutely fantastic. So don't think of this as just a bongo demo. This is more a demonstration of what that massive oversized um, humbucking pickup in the bridge will do. Because, of course, a lot of basses don't have that, you know, P basses and jazz basses. A lot of uh, bass sounds today, I think, are, are very much focused on having a pickup in the middle of the body. That seems to be sort of the way of things. And I, I think potentially the Stingray idea has struggled a little bit because that sort of honky bridge thing, you know, sort of died out around the time that people stopped listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, <laughs> um, but I actually think it sounds fantastic. So I've left everything flat on the controls and just run into the uh, into the bridge pickup on the bass. But I was like, honestly, buttery smooth. And I thought it sounded great. the music man bongo hh um i was a little bit uh, off on price before it looks like you know new you can pick up you can actually pick up one of those uh, lovely fuchsia um uh, versions of the guitar for somewhere between uh, 21 and 2400 um pounds and then what you can get in the states i'm just doing a bit of google shopping so it's obviously defaulting to my location but i can see that in america right now there is an incredible orange sparkle HS version of the bongo for like £1,400, which is a, um, oh, yeah, 1400 pounds over here, but it's over in the States. It's translating the money for me. So I, um, I now give up on working out what the, uh, what the currency translation thing is because it just changes all the time. Anyway, also, Andertons, if you're listening in, in the UK and you fancy checking out a bongo, Andertons at the moment have a slightly older single humbucking, which is, you know, what, what you were listening to anyway single humbucking gloss black yeah um version of the bongo bass for like 1700 pounds and you know finance packages and that as well so uh very cool very cool oh goodness i'm i think i'm really liking the bongo bass it's very lovely now Jennings guitars. I want to talk about Jennings guitars. Now, we've spoken about them on the main podcast, on the Guitar Nerds podcast before, and I am very aware that, you know, that, that a lot of the other podcasts have talked about them. Well, 60 Cycle Hum have spoken about them a lot before and, 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 and very much have one of the Jennings navigators. And I know that, um, uh, I know that Blake over on the Tone Mob's got a navigator and has spoken about them loads. And there's certainly like a load of other YouTubers. They're definitely a popular brand. So I don't, you know, I, I'm aware that you guys all probably know about Jennings. But damn, I really like Jennings. They're really very, very cool. Um, if you haven't checked them out before, JenningsGuitars.com. Absolutely worth a look. Really simple kind of range of guitars. They do just four models. They've got the, the Voyager, which is available as a deluxe, which is essentially a semi-hollow 
flat top version of uh, the Voyager. I should explain what it is. Uh, the Voyager is kind of their solid body offset Jaguar-esque, but with a bit more 60s zing. Then you've got the um, the Catalina, which is a slightly fatter bodied, sort of similar body shape, but wider in the lower bows to accommodate a second F-hole and again be sort of a, a flat top bound hollow body sort of thing. And then they've got the Navigator, which is very much a T-style pickup. But the thing is, Jennings have done that one thing that, that's often a point of contention headstock jennings have nailed their headstock it's uh it's got so much identity and um you know, you'd spot it a mile off yeah it's gone for that uh i can't remember what's everyone calling it two-tone is that what people are calling it that um that sort of part of the headstock that's slightly recessed from the rest of it and is in a different color and i think that's very popular certainly loads of people are doing that balaguer for one are, are, are doing that it seems to be something that's appearing i think i think novo and fano and all of that they do it as well yeah it's fine it's super popular um, and Cower as well, I guess, which means Titan as well. But, but nonetheless, it's it's a very, very cool design, and I love the shape of the Jennings headstock. I think it's very interesting, very cool. Mind you, I mean, I love the MacMull headstock, and I know that that one, that, that, comes, that gets a, a, a fair amount of love or hate. I love the MacMull stuff. I mean... If you've not checked them out before, you really should. Um, I'll, I'm, you know, I'll probably put some more pictures up on the, uh, in the Facebook group this this week, the Guitar Nerds Facebook group, and you can check it out. Check out the Mac Mall stuff there. But oh, if you want like a, cust a Fender inspired custom shop, they are absolutely mind blowingly, gorgeously, lovely, subtly relict, regally. Yeah, using that word a lot today. Um, guitars and i love that the headstock is all sharp angles and, and sort of simplicity i think that's kind of cool anyway back to jennings jennings guitars so they just do those four models so there's the t style the larger double f hold hollow body the solid body offset and the hollow body version of the offset that's it but then the level of customization that you can do is uh, is quite substantial now for me I absolutely love the Voyager. The Voyager is their solid body version. It's just kind of, I'm kind of getting into offsets at the moment, but it's not just that. It's that this has this kind of Japanese 60s, 70s kind of vibe to it. This like, you know, this harmony-esque look. I know harmony, obviously, I'm a Japanese company, but you know what I mean. You know, that sort of thing. Um, I really, really, really like it. And then the level of customization. um, you can you can do on these guitars is is fantastic really substantial um they also have like a range of of you know b stock sort of pre-builds but oh they are the the so you can get some of the pre-built ones the b stock ones for as little as like 1500 us dollars which is which is amazing and obviously they'll do any pickup configuration um they're doing a lot of stuff with the um, the McNellies at the moment. Um, the Stagger Swaggers seem to be a super popular pickup, and my goodness, a very cool-looking pickup as well. If you've not seen them, they're like a a kind of um, a very sort of a retro, low-output humbucker with a sort of, uh, I guess, a chrome surround, then a black face, and then the uh, the three pole pieces at opposite corners um, of the pickup. They look fantastic. You know, I'm, I'm, I have I I have it on authority that they sound amazing too, and everyone's really impressed with them. But of course, you can do anything with the pickup configurations. They have a, a massive range of pickups to choose from, and some people are popping sort of tele style pickups in there as well and making them look amazing like that. But 
I love that this can look anywhere from, you can make this guitar look like a Dunnable um, with, with some of their sort of gorgeous, simple um, two-tone sunbursts and like black scratch plates, or you can make this look like an absolute surf machine with some of sort of the through um, through surf green finishes and perloid scratch places, plates. If you've not checked out Jennings, absolutely go and check them out. I think what a cool sort of massive range of stuff and, and I mean uh, okay all right I'll level with you I'm gonna get one we're gonna get one for guitar nerds because these these guitars are absolutely wonderful we're gonna spec up a Voyager because I think this guitar's incredible willing to take recommendations what do you think go on to the Jennings website jenningsguitars.com tell me what you would do with a Jennings um to try and inspire me for for what I should do um how I should spec up a Jennings uh no no visual aid like we we had on the Balaguer thing but nonetheless like the the specs are incredibly high quality and obviously very very super cool so you know check out the website spec yourself a Voyager tell me what you think tell me what I should do because you know obviously I have to get it in shell pink but outside of that well what should I do what should I do with the Voyager let me know On on that note, on the note of uh, of boutique guitars, the other day um, I was doing something that I love to do, which is uh, search hashtag boutique guitars <laughs> and and other similar things on on Instagram and see what's there. Because you, you I, I can't believe there are so many guitar brands out there. Every time I, I do this and I just flick through, I find someone new that I didn't know about, and I get really excited about them. And I found a few. I found a few new ones that I thought were totally awesome, including Baum guitars. Baum, B-A-U-M, baumguitars.com. Oh, do you know about them? Did you know about them? Am I late to the party with this one? I'm not sure. But they're very, 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 very cool. Um, which is funny. It sort of took me down a, a, a route of a European custom shop. So Baum Guitars are from are from Denmark, and like I was checking them out, I ended up checking uh, checking out a couple of other brands as well. One more from Denmark, and another from Germany. So I kind of was, I was like on this European guitar hunt, and yeah, um, very very cool indeed. Anyway, so so uh, Baum Baum Guitars, Baum Guitars again. Again, like a, not not a massive range of instruments. Three, in fact, three. Gorgeous website, really easy to navigate around. So they've got these three guitars: the Verge, uh, the uh, the Conquer, the Conquer, the Conquer Fifty Nine, and the Backwing. Um, the Verge is kind of like a squash telly shape. You've got the Backwing, which is a sort of you know, Firebird esque, and then the Conquer Fifty Nine is kind of it's it's really its own thing, like an offset telly meets sort of really sort of 50s style anyway so i was like well i really like that one the, the, the conquer 59 is is super cool millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me that wasn't an option I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And so, okay, so this is available in, uh, you can get the Conqueror's a... Uh, uh, as a 59 or a 69 spec and it's kind of the, the whole thing with this company is like classic car inspired so it's um you know it's designed with all those sort of 60s curves and everything um uh so yeah so the the 59 is supposed to be more bold and roaring in comparison to the 69 um which will be more subtle and oh i loved it so like I'm scrolling around on the website and and I'm like, oh, look, here's, you know, you can, it's got like a visual aid and then you can customize certain elements of it. Now, of course, it's not a full custom shop. You're just choosing things. But I was like, oh, this is great. It's like, oh, it's a really gorgeous looking guitar. Great headstock, massive color um, selection. Um, and it includes a vintage pink, which I was, which is a lovely, subtle shell pink, but there's loads of colours, loads of sparkles are included in there, like uh, uh, um, I really uh, I did like the um, I said sparkles, I meant loads of uh, cool metallic colours as well, as vintage colours, so I guess you've got sort of the 50s and the 60s things, anyway, super into the vintage pink, neck, you can choose uh, maple or mahogany, and you can have they've got this lovely, like, crown um inlay you can have dots if you prefer dots um and then you can obviously have like a stop tail or a bigsby uh the knobs you can customize the pick guard you've got a few options i can make it tortoiseshell and the cool thing is the pick guard also has like a truss rod cover on the headstock really overextended like a massive truss rod cover which looks amazing and that will match the pick guard and then a nice sort of decent uh, range of um, of pickups from Jabmaster, Blue Stack, and Gold Buckers, which you can have each of those available in either cream or black. Oh, absolutely, absolutely lovely. Um, you know, just then, just specking up something simply, it came to uh, four thousand two hundred twenty nine US dollars, um, excluding you know shipping and stuff. But oh, absolutely really worth really worth checking out i'm very very into um these these baum guitars they're super cool super everything that i'm into at the moment all this kind of weird heavily boutique kind of thing um check them out baum guitars So one of the other brands that uh i was looking at from germany was sure guitars now if you've heard of Minimetric, you might well have heard of Shore Guitars. I know that uh, the the you know that those two seem to post about each other a fair a fair amount, but also I think Shore have been kind of relatively popular and they they get sort of posted around on the internet as well. Um, 
And also, uh, on, on the Shaw website, that's Shaw spelled S-C-H-O-R-R, a very German spelling, um, shawguitars.de. Uh, um, they, on their, on their, like, about page, they have this whole bit where they're like, oh, here's some other people you can be, you should be checking out, which is so lovely. It's such a lovely touch, and it even includes the wonderful Tunatone guitars, who, um, Oh, I've spoken about a fair amount because I'm very, very into those guitars. And these are a very much a similar vein to those sort of tunitone instruments. If anything, these are these are miles more... Um, I hate using the word steampunk because it's not appropriate. Like, it, it, I, I just mean bitzer. It looks... Uh, the, the idea is like it deliberately looks woodshop. You know, it, 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 it looks... Um, Every everything in the Shaw range is very very over simplified. Now, um, yeah, okay. So how to how to kind of explain uh, how to explain these instruments? The owl is one of their is their double cut essentially. They do the Neptune, which is their single cut, very small, kind of rounded body with two very muted rounded horns, kind of an SG if you you know if if you were making everything round. But then what's really cool about these guitars is. Nothing seems to be, obviously the bridges, but nothing else seems to be drilled into the guitar. So all the electrics are mounted on the top. Like there is distance between them and the body. And then their kind of thing is that the pickup uh, itself, The it's in some cases there are two pickups. So the neck pickup in those instances, although it might be the case that it might be the other way around. Maybe it's the bridge, it's the bridge pickup. Um... I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. One of the pickups, potentially both, you can move via a sort of loosening bolt, and then you can slide it up and down on this uh, on this metal arm that kind of hooks over the top of the horn. Very much like, uh, do you remember those old Gibson grabbers? Was it the grabber or the or the other one? What was the other one called? I it doesn't matter. But very much in the sort of style of um, of of those old Gibson bases, where you could slide that that pickup around, and I think. We spoke about it a bit on the Guitar Nerds podcast where we were talking about um, all the uh, David Gilmore guitars. We were speaking about there was a there was an instrument there that did that. It's something that's appeared from time to time. It's not necessarily something you need, but I, I kind of like the idea. I love the way this is done, like on the top, so you're not having to cut this massive swimming pool into the into the body cavity in, in order to be able to slide this pickup around because everything's kind of mounted on top. It means the neck has massive distance away from the body as well, but that just adds to the this weird aesthetic around this guitar. And it looks like they have one in burgundy mist which is fast becoming my my favorite color but yeah the, uh, you know the headstock for this is super like it's angled uh you know six on one side but really really squ- it's like a rectangle um coming off at an angle at the top of the headstock really weird but you've got to check them out sure sure guitars.de they're um yeah such a such a weird kooky brand i love that they're really small i i love that they have these weird gimmicky features these oversized controls Oh, it's just simplicity, you know, to a T, but fantastically done. Okay, so, you know, I, I really like sort of atmospheric sounds and, and things like that. I like I like making weird atmospheric noises. Um, so... I was trying to I was trying to put together this new atmospheric sound. I'm doing I'm doing a, a little a little side project with uh, with my with my girlfriend Emma, and um, we're trying to we were trying to do it with just like a guitar, just just me playing, 
um, my Gibson ES175, and then she's going to be running her vocals through like all these weird effects pedals. We wanted to make this weird, big ambient soundscapey thing, but I also need to be able to hold and hold down the tune, hold down the rhythm. So there and there, therein lies the problem. This is an interesting one because generally, um, you can do one or the other. You know, if uh, if you're going to be being the weird shoegaze experimental, the ambient soundscape, then you have another another instrument holding down the fundamentals. If you look at a band called Alma, is it, the A's are spelt with V's, so V L M V. Um, if you check them out, fantastic, fantastic band, great at creating um, all these weird sort of soundscape sounds, but crucially. One guitarist is essentially playing clean through a Telecaster and the other guitarist is like, he's got a 72 Tele that he's running into loads of effects and plays half the time he's playing his guitar with a screwdriver because his job is to create those ambient noises. But at no point does he have to worry about holding down the fundamentals. So in lies my problem. I've got to try and do both. I need to create, um, yeah, enough of a tune, but it needs to be... It needs to be super experimental. Cue the Line 6 Helix, which I found really useful to this. Okay, so the reason I'm talking about this is I think I found a really interesting solution, which you don't necessarily need to have a, a Helix or any multi-effects for that matter to create. Um, it just requires you plugging in more things, but hear me out. So what I've done is I'm like, right, okay, um, I need... Obviously, I need something with a chunk of reverb, so I'm going to choose a nice, sort of tasteful, um, but modulated reverb beneath the guitar sound. Something really clean. So I've, you know, I've set my my guitar up. I think with the uh, uh, either the Soldano um, clean amp or that PRS amp that's on there clean, because those are the two loveliest sounding clean amps on the on the Line Six Helix. So I've got one of those just running simply into a nice sort of modulated reverb. Then um, I'm creating a, a second, I'm splitting the signal um, before I'm running the reverb after the amp and cab there. Um, so I've got, yeah, you know, reverb going in up there. And then I'm creating a separate signal where I'm running a tremolo, um, just a 60s bias tremolo uh, kind of sound into a second amp, mimicking the same thing, but I'm turning the volume down slightly on that amp. It just means that I've got that tremolo there, but it's not overpowering. I find sometimes um, tremolo can be a little bit overpowering depending on what you're playing. And if I, I kind of want just one sound, I don't want to have to be turning things on and off. So, so there you go. There's my fundamentals. There's my basics. Two amps, one's got a tremolo, one's got a reverb. It's lovely, lovely big washy sound. Here's what I've done to create the atmosphere. I've made a second, or I guess a third path, a completely separate path, which in this case I'm sending actually to the same same thing, same amplifier, but of course you could send it anywhere. I could send it just to the front of house. And what I've done, and you could do this, you could do this with effects pedals, you know, you don't, because actually all, all you need to create this is a delay, a reverb, and a volume pedal. And then obviously some sort of splitter if you're not doing this with a helix. So what I've done is I'm using a, a space echo um, style delay, and then I'm using a um, a huge uh, reverb. In this case, an old reverb from the Line Six M Nine series, which was the particle verb, which was capable of just going 
crazy and and also like pitching your reverb all over the place and stuff in sort of strange peaks and troughs and you could, it was great because it had this setting on it where you could say oh whether it was stable um hazardous or critical <laughs> well, you know for whatever that means you know uh, zero one or two would also have worked but you know they yeah, fine um so yeah so i've got that but what i'm doing is i've i've popped a volume pedal on the end of that or at the start of it so that i don't lose tails and things like that and then but the volume pedal doesn't affect my other chain so i always have my normal signal coming through but i can leave uh i can leave the volume pedal healed down and that means i get none of this absolutely crazy reverb and delay now i've maxed out the reverb and the delay but what it does mean you can also you know i've turned the amp down a little bit that that one's being sent to it means as i engage that volume pedal i'm getting this massive swelling of sound underneath but crucially i'm like i'm pumping it every now and again every now and again at the start of a bar just to get this sort of weird feed in this ambience because essentially what i wanted to do was kind of do something that was a bit like a freeze or a game changer plus pedal but you know be able to do it all on board with the helix so uh, yeah so have a listen and see what you think because i think this is a great idea for creating ambient sounds that you can just punch in underneath everything so um so i'll play the first little bit with just the clean sound and then you'll hear as i'm as i'm as i start to uh, you know just uh, give it a little bit of gas and get that um that weird ambient sound coming in Tons of fun, tons of fun, and something you can do, you know, with everything. Just a really interesting idea. Take a take a delay, a reverb, and a volume pedal. Send them to a separate source, or or you know, have them uh, uh, have them AB wine back into the same source, just to create some real ambience underneath what you're what you're doing. I thought that was loads of fun, like as uh, as a way of yeah, just having access to weird noise like on tap um, without it being too over uh, overpowering or uncontrollable. Um, and still being able to have the fundamentals of what you're doing. Anyway, that is it for, well, that's it for Barcode Season 1. This is the end of Season 1 of Barcodes. Barcode Season 2 will return um, in a little while. I don't know when. We're probably going to do something else before. So, yes. So, as of the start of September, um, in uh, supplementary to the regular Wednesday episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast, you will also have a series we're calling the Friday Special hosted by me, Matthew Knight, and a revolving door of extremely high-end, cool, 
um, <laughs> high-end. <laughs> what do I mean there? Extremely, you know, well-known, awesome uh, effects pedal manufacturers. And we're going to be... Um, we're going to be talking to, to them about some cool stuff that they've been doing. That will be throughout the month of September, a four-part mini-series. And after that, um, there will be, a, be another another new series as the, as the Friday podcast is here to stay, just uh, in many forms, mostly in mini-series. This has been a 10-part. Everything else will probably be in four or six parts. Um, I hope you enjoyed Barcodes. Give us your feedback. Join the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you'd like to hear from an additional Friday series. Do you want to bully Mark into hosting one? Are you bored of listening to me? Anything like that. Constructive constructive feedback, please. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at guitar nerds. Check out our videos at youtube.com forward slash guitar nerds. Or... Uh, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds where, uh, where, yeah, you can get loads of additional bonus content and there'll be a, a ton more quite exciting stuff coming very soon. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week. Farewell. <laughs>if anyone actually listens past the music on the end of an episode this is kind of like uh like the marvel movies bits where you have to wait until the end of the credits to to find out more not that there's more to find out and just so sort of still still here trying to make up the hours as it were did, did anyone notice on this podcast i said revolving i think i said revolving chair instead of revolving door i'm sure i'm, sure I'm supposed to say revolving door but um it, yeah, it's been pointed out to me. Uh, ben Caffrey pointed out um, on the uh, on the Facebook group that uh, what did I say last week? I, I, uh, oh, I can't remember what, what it was that I said. I think I said yeah, throw uh, throw throw in your towel as a um, as a. It's called a malaphor, isn't it? Instead of a metaphor, when you I, I really liked it, it's like barking up the wrong dog. That's <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, flogging yourself against a dead horse. <laughs> make like a tree and leave no no that's the correct one make like a tree and get out of here is the incorrect one oh great stuff when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89 percent off usps and ups Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.